Golly Gosh. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Golly Gosh. I am your host, Donald Trump's personal spray tan assistant, Ellen Stevenson, and oh my gosh, I am so excited for this episode. I was joined by the lovely Zach Zakaib, also known as Dad Zach, and we talk about making videos in your parents' basement, we talk about making DIY edible placentas, and we talk about the perfect formula to the perfect lip sync song, and my gosh, was I informed. I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode of Golly Gosh with Zach Zakaib. <laughs> Hello, Zach Sakaib. Hello, Various Vibes. Is this the part right after the really cool, like, urban intro music that I dance to all the time? Yeah, the really super cool that, like, relates to the young teen demographic I have. I love it so much. Yeah, me too. I was actually really proud that I made that on GarageBand. I was like, yeah, go on. You made that? Yeah, it was, like, one of the little, um, like sample things that you could have and then I added two together I was super fucking happy with it you are a professional and that's why I'm on your podcast dude I'm so excited I'm so excited to have dad here for those of you who aren't familiar with Zach Zakaib he often gets called dad Zach because you are just such a dad how do you feel about that this is the first question. I feel we're going, pretty we're going good. straight in. We're going straight in with do I've, you have daddy issues, yes or no? I don't have daddy <laughs> issues, but I feel like a lot of people have issues with me, which I'm okay with. Um, we all just have daddy issues. I, that's I feel, why we like come to you. Yeah, that I mean that's how I make friends. It's just people who really need a father figure in their life. And um, <laughs> if that's me, then great. I mean, you are such a dad and I love it. Whose clothes were you ironing? in LA like you were you were just like making sure everyone was okay like during clubs like does anyone need any snacks you taught me how to eat a taco like many many good times with my father (laughs) I was one ironing Daniel's shirt um there's a wonderful picture of it on Twitter and then Mm -hmm. yes I did teach you how to eat a taco and I taught many people how to use their cameras that weekend yes but also you just like managed to get us places and for that I'm eternally grateful. I'm touched. Good. Good. That, that wasn't even sarcasm. I know that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> it's not. I swear. So yeah, as I said, I'm very, very excited to have you on. Um, and I want to start off with the bog standard question that I'm asking everyone because I feel like it's such a generic question, but I feel like you learn a lot about it. Um, about someone okay. by asking it um but what made you want to start making videos what so i started you? making videos um because i had no friends when i was 14 and i actually recorded on my first channel for about two years every day in my parents basement without them knowing really um, and then i deleted that channel when i got a job working with the boy scouts of america um they asked me politely to delete the channel because back then making videos wasn't something that was cool it was something that was very weird and was asking for like pedophiles yeah and like looking after little kids you're saying i make videos in my basement my parents basement right (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Um, but then I got back into it when I was in college and I was pursuing an art degree and a science degree and I really needed sort of that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, you know what? I was super happy when I was making videos. Let's do that again. And been doing it ever since. So wait, you going back, we are not about academia on this podcast. So this is a rare treat. You did two degrees. Yes, I have a degree in biology and a degree in fine art digital media. Fuck me up. Wow, they're so different. Daddy's smart. Daddy, I know where he gets the money from now. I know how we can afford (laughs) socks. He has an education, so I must do too. When you were making um, videos in your basement, you say every day you were making videos? Every single day for two years. Yeah. And publish it. How the fuck did you what what were these videos? Like what what were the concepts behind them? So these videos were very like early Charlie is so cool like videos where yeah. there there's not a lot of editing. It's just kind of like talking about random stuff. And I remember like Amy Winehouse died and I made a video about that that got probably ten thousand views and I thought that I was gonna make it. I thought this was my big break. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um Oh, Lord, so many things happened on that channel that I am so glad don't exist anymore. I did a Leave Britney Alone spoof. Oh, yeah, they're all gone. And I wish I could get them back for No Shame November. It's like the biggest goal in my life is to get those video files back. Oh, my goodness. Is there any way? I don't know. I know that I edited them on my family computer, which is still in my house. Um, But I think that I also deleted the files as I went along because I didn't want my parents to find them. And there's like two years. So I had to have at least deleted most of them. How did you keep that a secret for two years? Was it like to to the extent your channel's at now, were you part of like a community? Was it big enough that you like mention it to your parents? No, like I didn't know anyone else on the internet it was more of just a i had to talk on camera and get it out into the world because i was an extrovert living an introverted lifestyle at school oh my god that just sounds like a tumblr description you're just i'm internet af yeah (laughs) fuck for your like channel now um you were saying that it was just kind of like random shit back in the day um as were like you know most people before they actually start their proper channel that they're like you know running now um but your intention for your channel now what would you say it is what would you love for people to like leave your channel and have as a feeling i want people to leave my channel thinking this feeling the same feeling they get when they see a monkey smoking a cigarette like yeah it's entertaining but what did i just watch and i kind of (laughs) want to watch it again yes that is the aesthetic that's the look yeah where people are like i know that i shouldn't like this i know that this is odd and i know that i should probably tell someone with authority but i i want to see it again so fucking good um and so for your channel you're a comedy channel um and you're very very funny um but i would love to know where most of your influences stem from so please dad tell me more um i'm a big fan of maria bamford she is okay my queen um Uh if you know who she is she does a lot of the voices on adventure time and things like that 
Fun. Yeah, she also does stand up. She reminds me a lot of you, actually. So she does stand up, and her Netflix special, instead of booking like a venue to do it in, she did it in her childhood home, and the only audience members are her own two parents. I've seen this. It's so yes. funny. No, I watch she's it all amazing. the time. Um, oh, so Maria thank Bamford. Thank you so much for that comparison. You're Gosh. very welcome. You're both equally as disturbingly awkward. Um, <laughs> I think another um, sort of influence I have, Keith Haring, who is like a traditional visual artist, is another influence of mine. He used a lot of like symbolism that went under the radar and it took you a little while to like figure out what he was trying to push into your mind. And uh, I kind of want to do that through video. Like Jared Coons um, one day described my videos as you watch them and then you watch them again and get this whole subtext of like things going on in the background yeah. and stuff. Layers. And I was like, yes, he gets it. He yes. gets it. No, I, to- I totally get that. Because from the surface, like the way you edit your videos is very like fast paced and quick. Um, and so I feel like a-, a second time would definitely be beneficial to a viewer just to be like, oh, I get that now and it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a really lovely feeling as a viewer to watch and then get something again and be like fuck yeah this kid's actually super funny I actually filmed a video when like after the reboot it was very early and I filmed a favorite things video where I was just talking about like my favorite things it was a super boring video but I had two of my friends act like one of them was murdering the other one and you could see it through the window of my bedroom so like the whole yes. time you're watching this murder take place behind me and then he like drags the body off. And I remember people started commenting on it going like, why did I spend this much time watching this? And finally <laughs> one person commented, this is genius. Please make more of these. And I was like, yes, he gets it. Oh my goodness. That sounds so fucking good. I feel like I found you relatively late um, when in comparison to when we were both like making videos um obviously we were brought together by Brandy, who brings everyone together um but my favorite video of yours was actually the first video of yours i ever saw and that is your diy edible placenta which is fucking genius <laughs> that like, has slowly become my brand and i don't know if i'm okay with it i think i'm okay with it but someone called me the placenta guy at VidCon. Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. We're just going to ride this pony. You need to ride that motherfucker to the bank. Like DIY edible placenta. You don't need any description. You don't need any more, you know, advertisement to that. The video title explains itself and it's so fucking good. And then, like, the thumbnail is, like, you, like, drinking from, like, one of the tubes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I freaking loved it. What made you want to do that? Because you were, because at the beginning of the video, you were saying you have a lot of friends who um, were pregnant. And, and, you know, the concept of eating your placenta is one that many partake in. Um, That's exactly why. Like, my friend was pregnant and we were talking one night about, like, are you going to eat the placenta? And I, I stood there and I was like, that's a thing? Okay. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's a thing. Um, so then I went down a Google hole as I normally do when I was like, <laughs> okay, we're going to learn about like 
exactly how deep this goes and i figured out there's recipes for placenta and there's people whose job it is to make them into little capsules so you can swallow it every day for a year (gasps) that's a thing it's a big business oh my goodness fuck off um so as a biology major you didn't know about the little capsule things that you could be doing the the medicine you could be going into no (laughs) that should be something that they teach on 101 on the first day i do actual science not witchcraft So, like, in terms of your your videos, your video style, like, you do very, very kind of quick, fast-paced editing, super professional. Like, your voice always sounds super professional. The way you, the way you, you know, handle yourself on camera is always like, fuck, this guy knows what he's doing. Um, but I also, one of my favorite videos of yours was your um, IKEA vlog, because... I just fucking love the concept of Zach doing a vlog. Like, that. I just never, never thought you would do that. And so I was just like, yeah, I fucking love this. And you pulled it off amazing. I felt so awkward the entire time. I, I don't know if you realize this, but I was so out of my element with that. <laughs> like, the whole time I was in Ikea, all I could think of was, this lighting is terrible. My <laughs> ISO is so high. It's going to look so grainy. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to film, and if at the end of the day this isn't a good video, I'll just trash it all, and it'll uh-huh. be a day. But I actually yeah, really great. loved it. I, I kind of loved vlogging because it's so freeing to not be in this little box of, like, having lights on you and yeah. a plan. I mean, the, that's the thing with you. You know a lot about cameras um, and lighting and just making everything look aesthetically pleasing. So, like, with vlogging, there is only so much you can do, you know? It's very kind of just touch, record, go. So that must have been kind of, like, tricky for you, as you said. That's, yeah, that's another reason why I feel so nervous when I use Snapchat is because it's so (laughs) just freeform. And I I love rules Yeah. because I love breaking them. But if there are no rules, then I'm just acting a fool. Okay, again, that just sounded like a Real Housewives intro. I love rules because I like breaking them. Everything in my life is a Real Housewives intro. I don't think I make any genuine statements, just like one-liners. I feel like you should make a pocketbook of just like Zach's Real Housewives intros. And just like a bunch of suggestions for any housewives out there. Um, What would you say to someone that hasn't ever seen one of your videos i think i would tell them that i have a problem where i love to shout into a camera and if you don't humor me i'll do it to your face i feel like that would work because i i took the other route when we were at playlist where i was like talking my channel up to people and i'm trying to get more comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. um but we were at playlist and i don't know if you know ava gordy but she She's a moderately larger YouTuber, and she went to the panel that I was on. Oh, and afterwards, cool. afterwards, we were talking, and I gave her my business card, and it ironically said on my business card, Comedy Genius. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be funny, but she looks at me, and she goes, Comedy Genius, aren't you a little bit full of yourself? And I like- What, genuinely thinking that was- No, that was she like was- 
she was being sarcastic in return to my sarcasm, but I like oh, clammed right. up and I was like, okay, never mind, don't check me out, it's cool. Oh. <laughs> but like, I totally never. respect her, but for the, the two seconds that I thought she was being serious, I was so mortified. Oh, daddy's being vulnerable. Oh. I'm so vulnerable. I'm like a hermit crab in the sun. <laughs> one-liner just just another real housewives intro um yeah no you're fucking hilarious you are a comedy genius stick with that um but yeah no the quality of your videos is something i'm just always in awe of like i will watch one of your videos in your atd camera with your whole bunch of lights and i'll be like wow i will never be that because it's just so fucking professional and it's so different from what people think small youtubers are you know it's 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 always high production even if it's literally just you know you you talking about your favorite things whilst your friends murder each other in the background it's always just like impeccable i also have no idea what i'm fucking doing which i think people don't <laughs> understand because you i had do. this because you had were this... just like improving everyone's camera quality at vidcon you do I like those are all things that I've worked out myself like my digital media degree taught me more about photoshop than anything else Mm -hmm. and a lot of what I do with my camera and video is all just like hours of trial and error so I had this conversation with somebody at VidCon where they were like what do you do and I was like I just hope it works yeah (laughs) (laughs) now that should be your business card I just hope it works yeah, like, I played around with my audio for a little bit, and there were four or five videos that basically had the lowest audio that you can put into YouTube while still making it slightly, like, entertaining. And uh-huh. Daniel had to text me, Daniel Dorable, giving him that promo, um, he had to text promo. me and say, hey, I have my computer all the way up and you're still whispering in your video. And I was like, <laughs> cool, thank you for telling me. Well, no, you, well, if that's the case, you just like, ever since I've been watching you has always been impeccable um and I do love that's another thing that you do as a dad you do generally want to help people and like want to show them how to do audio because for me I have no fucking clue like the concept of having a camera but also having a microphone is kind of like but why aren't they built into each other like like because I fucking record on my iPad so I'm just like the whole concept of like changing lighting issues on on camera like making sure your microphone's plugged in that is so foreign to me um i will literally teach anyone how to use a camera or a microphone any day and i've taught random strangers over twitter that i've never met how to like (laughs) sync their audio um walker kenyon is one of them who is my other child on twitter i love him so much He's definitely a new daughter to the clan. Like, He's my baby. I fucking love Walker so much. What a great sister. At um, Walker Kenyon. Just tweet him the weirdest gifts you can find. Yes. Do it. Please. Fucking do it. When I met you, mm-hmm. I'm just going to skip towards that. When I met you, it was one of the most beautiful things because you are one of the most caring guys, um, if you know it or not. And whether or not you do it intentionally you're one of the most welcoming guys like within like five minutes of being within your presence people generally feel like oh okay this guy's like my bff forever 
have you always kind of been such a cutie patootie? That's basically all I'm asking you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Wait. Oh, come on. You mean absolutely? Absolutely not. Not. Um, <laughs> no. It, when I was in grade school and early high school, no one wanted to be around me because I was quiet and I didn't really say much or do much. Um, but then I guess midway through high school, I broke out of my shell i joined theater and i was like oh wait this is fun and then people were like oh i feel comfortable around you now because you don't look like you're gonna kill me <laughs> well, you're like one of those really quiet and killy children that would just kind of like stare in like the corner and be like can i play with you please well i i had a sketchbook and that was like my best friend throughout grade school and middle school so i was constantly like drawing people and looking at them enough to draw them but never actually talking to them so i was that creepy kid i'll admit Uh it i was i was the weird kid yeah just sketching sketching different versions of satan and and different nooses (laughs) around people's necks yeah i get you never that dark never that dark (laughs) although i did um i didn't know it was fan fiction at the time but i would write fan fiction about my classmates and I feel like most of that still exists, and I've been hunting for it in my family basement for the longest time. That would make the best video ever. I So I was just home. I'm preparing for No Shame November. I don't uh-huh. know if you know what that is on my channel, but I make... I do. I make 20 videos during the month of November and I take all of the like bad ideas that I've had that I've been too nervous to make a video about, and I do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Which was one of genius. them. It's like a ritual cleansing of my brain. Like, I get all of the bad ones out of the way so that maybe during the year I can make a few good ones, like the placenta video. Um, (laughs) But I was looking for any sort of, like, journals or sketchbooks that I had, and I think they may have been thrown away, but something tells me they're still in a box somewhere, and I want to find them. Just be determined. Be determined. Do you know what? As soon as you said about writing fan fiction about your classmates, did you have ever seen Bob's Burgers? Yes, erotic friend fiction. When she, when she like about touching the buzz, Tina about touching. <laughs> Basically, me. That was the yeah. That's me. That was literally the first thing that came into my head, and I was so invested into that. Um. Oh my goodness, that would be, that would make such a good video. Um. But yeah, no, you are a very, very welcoming, lovely, just like just kind person. That's what makes no. you a dad. You just are just such a dad. Um. So yeah, I just wanted you to know that this is like the part when I just like compliment the shit out of everyone and make everyone feel so uncomfortable. So I'm happier that. now with that compliment than when I first took you to Taco Bell, which was like the greatest moment of my life. So <laughs> thank you for topping that. <laughs> that was so fucking beautiful. The fact that you rode me there on a trolley, it was just like, like dad's taking me for real he's really taking me i don't know if i'm gonna shit myself later on but i don't care and i'm gonna translate for all of your american listeners a trolley is a shopping cart oh (laughs) (laughs) a trolley here is like a form of public transportation what's what's a trolley then it's like a bus on rails oh so when he okay. said that I drove you in a trolley, that puts a really weird image in people's <laughs> minds. All the way to Taco Bell. Um, oh, goodness. That was great. And I learned how much I love Taco Bell. And I learned how much I was going to miss it now being here. It so is much life. so that I had to stop off 
before getting my plane which i was already late for and i got a um oh my god what was it it's that fucking wrap with the cheese and the meat and it's a quesarito oh my god i had to i was (laughs) i was already late for my plane but i still had to stop off go to that taco bell have like two ready with me i had one that i ate and then had a cold one while i was on the plane i was just like i need to savor this this is just incredible anyone that lives in the in the american states in the american states um i'm so fucking jealous of you they have a new one now so the quesarito is old news although they just revamped it with habanero um but they have a cheesy core burrito where it's like a colby jack cheese stick down the middle of a burrito so you bite into it and it's like this gooey center oh it's so good oh my god i just flooded my basement yeah. The f- what makes Taco Bell even more special to me is the fact that I didn't even know it was a real place. I thought they made it up for Mean Girls. Like I thought that it was just like a made-up place because I thought it sounded funny. They were like, "Oh, going to Taco Bell on our club diet," but it's an actual place. It's an actual place, and I found out the origin story for the name, and I was very underwhelmed. What is it? It was a guy whose last name was Bell. Oh, and it, he just had a taco shack and didn't know what to call it, so he named it Taco, taco Bell. Bell. And I'm like, girl, oh my step your game up. What was the other one? There's a there's a rival one. What Del is Taco. Del Taco. See, at least that's a little bit more, you know, spicy. A bit more character to it. Right, but when you translate it from Spanish to English, it's called of the taco. <laughs> I kind of love that. Just of the taco. Of the taco. That would be great. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness thank you so much for being on here we're actually coming towards the end what already i know see whenever i do this with people people always like oh really that went so quickly but it's been a it's been a lovely lovely time and i've i've savored every single minute of it and i always like to leave a little bit of time towards the end to ask three of my favorite questions okay let's do this and i'm i'm really really quite intrigued to see what you come up with um but the first question that I like to ask everyone is what song would most well describe your channel? Ooh, um, Highway to Hell by ACDC. <laughs> yes. Because it's a hole and it's not a good one. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Thanks for giving us like an insight into your Tinder bio. Lip sync for your <laughs> life song. <laughs> What would your lip sync for your life song be? Okay, am I in drag? Because this changes the whole dynamic. Well, we'll do we'll do one like a business casual, just you know, you Zach hanging out. But then we'll also do whatever your alter ego is. Okay, so my ultimate karaoke song is "Material Girl" by Madonna. So that's like yes. normal Zach. Yes. But I have a theory. I have I'm working on a formula for the best like drag song. So a formula that you can use to pick the perfect drag song and it has to have bass because no one likes to watch a drag show without bass. Mm -hmm. It's gotta have a breakdown so you can grab all the tips because mama can't do the splits and grab a dollar bill at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And then it has to finish strong because Uh you want those final like five dollar bills thrown at you. Yeah, because some some other bitch is going to come on five minutes after you and you've got to make sure that they're, whilst watching, 
that performance yeah. they're still thinking about your epic finale correct piece. you gotta drain those wallets before the other girl gets a chance to yes so with okay. that being said i think right now my choice would be va va voom by Nicki minaj <sighs> I have never seen a drag queen perform to that, and I don't understand why. That's a good fucking choice. It's like, it's got all of the components of my formula. Although I have seen some good drag to spoken word. I saw a drag show to the William Shatner spoken word album. It was pretty I great. I love that. That sounds great. <laughs> but va va boom. Like, I feel like I could get the tips. I could pay for my yes. night. I could go to Taco Bell afterwards and not feel like I'm taken out alone. Oh my goodness. I want to see that happen. Fuck me up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, thank you so much for being on here. Um, I like to give everyone a gift for oh being God, on yes. the podcast. But with you, it's a little bit different. Oh no. Normally, I like to ask people, what is your best worst joke? But because you're Dad Zach, I need to ask you, what's your best dad joke? Ooh, okay. Ellen, my daughter, mm-hmm. how do you make a tissue dance? I don't know. How do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. Oh, you're such a fucking dad I live for. Did it, dad, dad, dad. Oh my god, I can't wait to buy you a tie for Christmas. Yes. Oh my god. Make it a keyboard tie and I'm sold. I'm there. I'm invested. Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being on here. I've literally loved every single second. Thank you Um, for having me. And I... If you've never heard of Zach Sakai before, which I highly, highly doubt, um, please go check him out because he's very, very funny. Where can people find you? You can find me on all forms of social media, including YouTube at youtube.com slash Zach Zakaib, Z-A-C-K-Z-A-K-I-B-E. Or to make it easier for you, because my parents are evil and named me that, you can just search (laughs) DIY placenta and it should currently be the first one that comes up. (laughs) Just the the day when you're not the first one to come up, that's going to be an outroar. An uproar, even. In the I'm going to delete YouTube my channel. Page. I'm done. Yes. I'm over. I'm washed up. Uh-huh. 100%. Um, also, I feel like we just need to quickly touch on your name and how your parents hate you. Tell me again why your parents <laughs> named you what they named you. My parents also have an interesting sense of humor, and they were brainstorming baby names, and they said, how funny would it be if we named him <laughs> Zach Zakai because he'd always be last alphabetically. Like, no matter what they use. I fucking love your parents so much. I I fucking love my grandparents so much. Such a genius idea. I feel as though my parents are the people that I could never get tired of. And I just went on an 80-hour road trip with them and didn't want to, like, shoot myself or get out of the car. Your live tweets were everything. I fucking lived for that. (laughs) I didn't even tweet the best ones. Like, my mom... um, we were hiking and she said, I'm going to whip out my tennies and climb this mountain. Um, but I thought she said, whip out my titties. And I was so disturbed for like another three miles until finally I processed it and asked her what she said. And just like in anticipation for the fact that she was just going to like whip out her tits for like three miles. It's like, is she going to do it yet? Is she going to I was like, honestly concerned though. (laughs) Because that will make the hike a lot more enjoyable. Um, seeing your mom. Chested. Hashtag free the nip. Free the nipple. 
family vacation hashtag free the nipple uh-huh. i'm sorry you couldn't come on family vacation you yeah, were I'm studying re- abroad <laughs> i'm really really disheartened that i couldn't come and had a lovely hike with my grandparents you know you're depriving me <laughs> of that of that great bond that we could have i'm so very um, sorry next time <laughs> can't wait it will be great um yeah thank you so much for being on here uh, please come again soon because you are a funny funny guy um this gets to the point where i really don't know how to end podcasts and i still have like no idea how to end so i say a bunch of words and then i do um some awkward breaks and then make people feel awkward until they just go i'm so disturbed <laughs> goodbye Bye. Bye-bye.